0: Welcome to Estrepreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurs and leaders doing business and life God's way. Each week, we discuss biblical and practical tips to improve your mind, business, spirit, relationships, and finances. Listen along as I speak with special guests on how to thrive in all aspects of life. Hi, I'm Edna. Like many of you, I wear many hats. I'm a military wife mother author certified john maxwell business and executive coach trainer and founder of favor and wealth where we help the good guys win so tune in as we bring on the light hello everyone good morning good afternoon good evening thank you for tuning in for another episode of the entrepreneur podcast where i highlight men and women of god doing business and life god's way Today we have another phenomenal guest who wears multiple hats. She is a college professor. She's a mother. She is a uh, prophetic voice. She's a brand ambassador. She, she's all things faith, fitness, and fun. And basically, she's a virtuous woman, guys, which is exactly the kind of people I like to bring on to um, to our show. So without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce Yaisa Mann. Did I say it correctly? Yes, Yaisa Mann, thank Yaisa you. Yaisa Mann, okay, that's good. Say it right, guys. Yaisa Man, who's based in Norman, Oklahoma. So Yaisa, tell us a little bit about who you are, your family, you know, um, a little bit about your background and what you specialize in.
1: Okay, Edna, thank you. And as you said, many hats, I never wear hats, <laughs> but I learned to wear hats because sometimes you have a bad hair day. Yeah. And it's not about vanity. <laughs> But so I, so I literally wear lots of hats, but I don't wear hats usually. So I'm getting kind of used to this. But yeah, as far as, and so I'm just being adaptable, you know, sometimes that's how you have to be. So a little bit about myself is I'm a California native. Um, I've been in Oklahoma for a long time and I moved to Oklahoma to, uh, to go to graduate college to get a PhD. So that was my story. And I, uh, my background is I've been a college student for a very long time. That's the only reason why I came to Oklahoma, but I was only here for a short amount of time. When I began to like have loneliness, you know, being away from home, yeah. And I had been in college as a undergrad, and I had got a master's degree, but getting a PhD was now like I chose to do that, yeah. And um, being in Oklahoma, known for tornadoes, and I didn't know that it was known as the Bible buckle. I didn't know that, yeah. (laughs) So. Um, I saw like so many churches here, lots of family oriented, you know, like everyone was so family oriented. and I was a single woman at the time. And um, it didn't take very long that um, I ended up by recommitting back to Christ. Um, I was Mm -hmm. born uh, born and raised like Kojic Church of God of Christ Pentecostal. Um, I just kind of like, I was just a rebel. I can't blame and say the church. I'm Mm -hmm. never going to disrespect because I knew that I was very like you know want things my way and yeah i just kind of want the world to be uh, my oyster and i wanted that life it was just in me to like chase it and i chased it all the way to oklahoma only to find myself it's like kind of feeling empty mm-hmm. even though i had um, achieved a lot of academic accolades and success in that way but emptiness so here i am um, i reconnected recommitted myself to christ um shortly after moving to oklahoma And then with that being happened, I didn't realize that just because you start going back to church, that my, my behavior, my lifestyle wasn't really changed. Mm -hmm. So I ended up getting pregnant and then had a shotgun wedding with a shotgun wedding. Mm -hmm. it's Like I had lots of condemnation where I felt guilt, like where, um, even though I'm like, I never um, believed in tithing. I never believed in like speaking in tongues. I never believed in those things. And now i'm doing those things but like how did i get pregnant so i i i didn't understand the disconnect and i didn't want to take i didn't want people to take my relationship with god away from me thinking like because i am pregnant and now i'm married and i didn't i didn't feel like the marriage like covered my sin i just Mm -hmm. knew that so um i say that to say that's my background you know like that's what got me to oklahoma um all the time that i was uh, going through all that i was still uh, you know, the hands and feet of the body of Christ. You know, I was still sharing my testimony with people, a lot of women, yeah. um, and I would tell them as soon as I met them, you know, they say, congratulations on your family. Oh, I got pregnant out of wedlock. I had a shotgun wedding. That was my introduction to many people. Most yeah. people, somehow they they came, they want to know what church I went to and they would come. And um, that was like one of the best times of my life because even though it was like me feeling bad, it's like, it was me doing that. It was never God. And that, looking back, it was me putting that, that thing on myself. It was not God. Yeah. Um, and I met a lot of people through that. Um, but then the part about that is that I, as I said, I was in the PhD program. I did not complete the PhD program. And so that's a part of my story as well. And I, as I said, I got married, um, I'm now divorced. Um, I have three children from that. So a lot of things happened. But that doesn't mean that God was not still faithful in God in my life.
0: That's right.
1: Um, I know that God, like through all of that, it was like, he was showing himself to me, but he was also showing me to me as well. Like me knowing like, what was me? What was him? Because when we give our life to Christ, that means like we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We believe that he he was born, he, um, he died, he raised from the grave. We believe that it's just, he doesn't force, God doesn't force you to be some kind of way, like yeah. it's an inner working of Holy spirit. So the salvation part was great. Or me, we, re- we committed myself to Christ, mm-hmm. but it's just, there was a disconnect where I was still like kind of worldly yeah. and I still had, it, it was still lots of me. Yeah. And I don't know what part of that's like my background. I don't want to go too far into where mm-hmm. we're at because I can keep going on and on. Yeah. Um,
0: no, I, you know, I really appreciate you mentioning that because I think a lot of times, especially for new believers, they forget that, yeah, your spirit is saved but then your body and your mind or your soul isn't yet, you know, meaning like you, it's a work in progress, you have to work out your salvation. So your mind, your will, your emotions, your body, you know, it's very fleshly, it's very carnal, you know, and that's why the Bible says to be led by the Spirit of God. And it's sometimes when you're new as a believer, you won't really you can't really tell the difference, right? Because you're like, well, I'm, a, I'm saved now, you know, and, and, and all kinds of stuff, but it, it really comes to intimate. And I say all of this because, you know, I, myself, you know, went through a divorce, you know, went through an abusive marriage because of my decisions and because of the chances, the, the choice, chances, the choices that I've made. And, um, God saved me through that. I was in a 10-year relationship with my ex I'm married happily married now again and and I you know and we have two kids and but the point is God redeems and it doesn't matter what happened in your past right God is a God of um new second chances third chances fourth chances fifth chances however many chances you need but the best part is He you doesn't look at all of that as a lot of times people are like oh it's baggage it's not baggage he looks at it as just part of our story and we shouldn't be ashamed of that because there's so much um, power I think in t- testimony when people see where you came from and see where you are now and the difference the different person that you are and obviously it's a work in progress I think that really ministers a lot more people because let's face it not everybody comes from an easy background a lot of times people go through a lot of challenges in life and choices based on our limited experience but you know everything that you said you know it's it's Perfect. I know it sounds so bad, right? It's like it, what I call it, it's like there's beauty in the in in the mess, in the mess, right? All the things that we think are messy is, you know, it's it's beautiful and it's out of our ashes. You know, the Lord can come something beautiful. So, you know, I, I just want to encourage for you guys who are listening and maybe can relate to myself and yayisa Um, you know, don't be ashamed of that, you know. I, I think. Sometimes the church will judge, you know, and let's face it, those little believers who like, wait, wait, you're a minister and you're you divorced and, you know, all kinds of stuff. But, you know, one thing that I've learned is those people's opinions don't matter. The only person's opinion that matters is God's. And when you know how loved you are, um, you'll, you will be unstoppable and you'll accomplish great and mighty things for him. Now, I do have to ask you, um, what is your, why, you know, you, you, um, I know you have a business called Swag Her Fitness, right? That's Swag Her Fitness. Tell us a little bit about your business, exactly what you do in your business. Um, and tell us, you know, what your why is, why do you do what you do? Wow.
1: I, um, am so grateful, like to, I'm sure, uh, about Swag Her Fitness. It's like my baby, you know, like my first baby, yeah. Um, and it's a fitness, uh, brand that is for women, uh, with, uh, focusing on business and body image. And so swagger fitness is an acronym and the S is for style. It's
0: mm-hmm. not about
1: your fashion or what you wear. It's about like how you wear it and like mm-hmm. your uniqueness, like your styles, like your personality. Yeah. And so you, you dress around that. Some people think they see a mannequin and they're like, I like that. And then they wear it and mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything for them kind Bye. of wash them out or they are like they're in their mom's clothes or like you think about Saul and David you know D- David trying to wear Saul's armor yeah. so it's like it doesn't really fit yeah. you so yeah. style is like who God made you like there's no one snowflake the same so it's like the uniqueness that we have is what God intended for us to all be different but even though we're created in his image and his likeness um, image doesn't mean his look it's his character and his uh, likeness is his function so like mm-hmm. we all have different purpose. And so we got to think a little bit more deeper than just um, service level. So I try to really help women to see and find their uniqueness. And that's what God put in them. Like, so even though you can compliment other people, wear the same thing, you're going to wear different. And then that's the swag. The W in in the swagger fitness is going to be your body, your soul, and your spirit. And even though we can go by the wellness dimension, like talk about like physical, mental, social relationships and profession. I just wanna talk about like spirit, soul and body because as the Bible says, we are a spirit, like Christ, God is a spirit. We have a soul, we live in a body. Mm -hmm. And so that's, our wellness is never really defined by just physical fitness. Even though physical fitness is great, spiritual fitness is even greater. So when we know like, man, my wellness is, my spiritual wellness is important. Then I know like my connection to Christ is what keeps me healthy. But a lot of people get caught up in their soul area with your free will your mind and your intellect your emotions where it's like the memories and it's like stuck there but your soul is what connects your spirit and your body your body is not really who you are it's like your civilian suit you know we're yeah. amb- for believers you're ambassadors of the kingdom of heaven so we're just here so our body is not even who we are so illness does not belong to us you know because god is not sick you know, our tiredness is not ours because God right. never sleeps our slumber and like we're created in his image and likeness. So we're to take on that, not take on what the world says because we're in the world but not of the world. Yeah. So I like to just teach women like the three dimensions of uh, Christ, you know, we have God, uh, son, Holy Spirit, but then we're also, you know, body, soul, spirit, but the opposite direction, spirit, soul, body. Mm-hmm. And then with the A in, um Swagger Fitness is your attitude. And I know, it sounds like the snap snap, but it's more your perspective. Mm-hmm. And in Christ, it's like to have that attitude in Christ where like no matter what comes my way, or no matter what I've gone through, it's my perspective is gonna be stayed on Christ. And so it's perspective is to re more so focus on the mindset, but by the word of God. And then your G and swagger fitness is the game plan. Like once you're like understanding, like you know, my style, and then I'm learning about like my body. Maybe I learned a little about body image, but I'm like, man, you know, I focus too much on my body. Um, I really need to focus on who I am in Christ, my identity, and then my image should look like him, you know, and that's my body image. Then your game plan is like, again, depending on your goals in life, um, whether that's to be more, um, I guess, taken more seriously on your job, or maybe to launch out an entrepreneurship to have that confidence and to not try to do it like someone else would do it. And then the her and swagger fitness is her energy restored and then it's how you show up and so right. when we think about uh, and then it, it can even represent healing energizing restoration but i like to say her um, even though it's her already just mm-hmm. because when we when we show up it's like sometimes we can pray for opportunity to happen but it's more or less we have to be prepared for the opportunity a lot of us will just pray 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 but god he's gonna bless us when in his way he's a sovereign That's God, right. so then we're like I'm not ready you know when you meet your Boaz or when you meet opportunity to be like Joseph and you're like you know next in charge you know second in charge and you're like I'm not confident I'm not ready it's to get ready to be yeah. prepared for those things when we pray for things you know God we don't have to beg for things because it already belongs to us like everything belongs to God not the bad stuff you know if he works it out for our good it's our job to know like some things are just not good for us, or maybe it's not time yet, or mm-hmm. maybe God, you know, has better for us, and so we don't have to be so, you know, frustrated. But again, when you're working on yourself, you want to develop your your gifts and your talents. You want to be developed, so again, like your fruit can be ready. You can be developed where opportunities, like you're able to be something for someone else that maybe you were able to be for yourself.
0: Hmm. That's beautiful. I mean, I love. Um, hearing people's stories behind our company brand or their company name, or their ministry name, because a lot of times you could tell if it's God inspired, you know, because it's just so it's a meaningful um, story behind it. And, you know, I, I want to ask you, so do you work specifically with females? Or like, who's your audience? Like, who do you talk typically, who's your clients, ideal client.
1: Well, I just want to say it first. When I started out, I started out thinking I'm gonna reach women of color mm-hmm. um, because um, I already was a professor already. That's kind of like a a job where you don't have to do. You just show up. Yeah, you're like trained to be a professor. So when I started teaching fitness or doing like the entrepreneurship, that's like I chose to do that because I already have a job as a professor. So I I uh, had struggled with body image, like having kids picked up the weight and the hormones and it wasn't really the weight it was more the mindset weight
0: yeah in
1: the fitness classes I would see like a lot of you know uh, non-diversity it was more white women nothing and so I thought where are the other like Hispanic or where are the Asian where are the black women so I was like you know what God and so when I loved it so much you know I thought I'm gonna reach more women of color and um, that's not what happened I reached everybody that just want to work out I reached people who just wanted to feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. I reached women who just wanted a place to come that was safe. And I didn't know I was doing that. So I I can't take credit for like, how I was able to reach women of all different ages from teenagers from like 16 to on to like 80 years old in fitness classes or that even would come to my uh, events. Mm -hmm. And so I would kind of got started out by just uh, going to a fitness class and loving it so much. I became licensed to be, be a Zumba instructor and then I became a, 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 a aerobics and, 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 uh, fanatic, I guess you call it. Yeah. I worked out all the time to the point that even if I was doing an errand, I would look up on my app to find a fitness class. Now, mind y'all, I'm supposed to be at Walmart or Target, but I didn't snuck to the gym in, in between doing errands because I was so excited about it. So yeah. I feel like I'm, for the woman, um, she needs self-care, like, and it's not self, I know self takes away from Christ because God is the one who cares for us, but it's just, gives us the tools but we have to apply them so i'm for that woman that just doesn't really make time for herself and that um she may have gotten the family she may have the job she may even have the money but she just really hasn't really worked on herself and it's not self-work because i don't believe in like nothing is self you know it's just i know god gives us free will to choose but we have to still do something like faith without works is dead so i can't just say i want to be healthy that's right. I don't do anything. So it's about empowering that woman to have a safe group, you know, an environment, whether that's a fitness class that I'm hosting, whether that's a conference that I'm hosting, whether that's an expo, you know, where I'm using my platform to bring people together and then also to bring things that are gonna be beneficial for their body,
0: their soul, and their spirit. Now, is it all in person or do you do virtual as well? Like how does, what's the structure look like? Well, I was known for doing things
1: physically in places like at churches and community centers and gyms at the skating ring. That was the thing. And now because of, you know, our new normal, even though um, God still is over everything, it's just now everything's been virtual. So I kind of like the virtual aspect because you get people, I'm meeting you and this is virtual and I consider this to be something amazing. Um, We're able to reach more people because some people would not maybe travel because they have a family. So they yeah. now they're able to just, you know, from their living room or from their bedroom to just log in to have a fitness class with you. So I, I kind of feel like that, you know, the online community is new for me to share because I really like that in-person connection. You yeah. know it's not me, but now I'm learning that it's God anyway. So even though I'm in person, I still want God to go before me, you know? So it's not me that's connected yeah. to that person. It's me yeah. just being a vessel whether it's online or in person.
0: No, that's awesome, and I think that's one of the things is you know as you can know God is a progressive God and you know He's not afraid of technology <laughs> and whatever you know whatever season we're in um we have to utilize the resources and the tools that we have. Imagine what the disciples would have done if he had they had the internet. You know they didn't have to walk anywhere. Imagine if they had you know, Facebook Live and in social media and all kinds of stuff. So we really have a perfect opportunity to not only showcase our gifts and talents, but to really be the light and truly, you know, share Jesus in our through, through our gifts and talents. And I think a lot of times what people don't understand is preaching and ministering isn't just, you know, reading the Bible and everything. It's utilizing your gifts and talents for God's glory and shining in that, in that arena. And, you know, and I I think sometimes we like, not second guess ourselves, but sometimes, yeah, we limit ourselves because I'm like, well, I know I'm not, I'm not a missionary or I'm not an evangelist or a prophet, whatever doing all these things, but the Lord is using brother, our brothers and sisters in Christ, all normal people like us believers, who just said, yes, Lord, I know I was gifted with this. I know you gave me, you know, um, people that, that, that wants to follow, you know, the things that I'm teaching them. And I am going to say, yes, use me however, where you want. And regardless, and I think I, I, I want to specifically talk about moms because I am a new mom. My daughter is an 18 month old and I'm pregnant right now, uh, seven months going on eight months. And, you know, before I had children, it was easy for me to focus on my business because obviously, you know, I had a lot more free time, but then what happens, you know, when you have a baby, you're constantly um, spread out too thin and you're, you become a maid and a house, you know, a, a cook and a, and a janitor and all kinds of stuff, right? And it's hard for you to take care of yourself. Now, yeah, it, it's challenging because you really don't really have much time because you still got to be a wife and you have to do all these other responsibilities and everything. And I think, you know, um, loving yourself and making time for yourself, you know, it's easier said than done. I, I really think it's easier said than done. And you really have to kind of stop making excuses and truly make a decision and make a commitment. No, I'm going to take care of myself. And I told my husband, I said, look, I'm going to work out in the morning and you're going to watch the kids while I work out in the morning. And and so now, like, you know, I, I just did um, three and a half miles the other day, you know, and I'm like, I, I was like, I'm not, I'm not running. And I was like, I'm not going to stop, you know, what, taking care of my body, because what did this Bible say about our bodies? What did he say? We're our bodies temple. are the temple, right? You know, Spirit. That's right. Oh. That's right. we're the temple. And, you know, we're not going to make any difference or no one's going to want to be like us believers. If we look all hashed and depressed and you know struggling can't even walk a block you know and you know breathing hard I mean I'm just I'm not trying to make fun but really like reality check guys what do people see first they see the natural you know you can have a beautiful you know inside and everything but if outside you look all like you know you had a tornado you know happen you know whatever you're you're not gonna. no one's gonna listen to you I mean, think about it. Are people going to listen to people who look like they're struggling? Not really. Mm. And and it's not even about money either. And I think people are like, well, I don't have the money. No, you don't need to have money to look good. You don't need to have money to take care of yourself. Okay, utilize your limited resource. And I'm so passionate about this because I think a lot of believers let themselves go Mm. because they think, that that's the Christian thing to do because, you know, you're not supposed to be vain. You're not supposed to be this, but it's not about being vain. It's about, you know, shining for Jesus Christ. And yeah. and, and, and I think that's really essential. And so I love everything about your business. I love everything about what you do, your passion. Obviously, when I hear you talk, you're passionate about your topic and, and you know, and your call and you, you have an anointing for it. But I think, you know, it's, it's definitely a topic that needs to be discussed. Um, because you know, your business, your finances is one aspect, your family is one aspect, but yourself is another aspect because you can't love others if you don't can't love yourself.
1: Right? Oh, come on, girl. Come on.
0: <laughs> you know
1: we what I mean? Met, we, we, I didn't met my best friend now.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Just seriously, I, you know, and I, and I am all about this and I'm glad you're using your platform and whatever it is that you're doing to, to talk about this stuff because I think it's needed you know, we can't just talk about spiritual stuff. Like we have to talk about, you know, things that, you know, are, that are in the natural as well, because I think this is what I found is a lot of people knows how to be priests, but they don't know how to be Kings. Come on, on. Let me say this again. And that's the Holy Spirit. You have to be a King and a priest. Okay. You can have the heart of, for others and heart of God. And care about the loss and everything, but you have to be the royalty that you are. You are the daughter and the son of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who owns the universe, who owns the cattles in the hills, the gold, the silver, everything in this world that the enemy claims here, that doesn't belong to him. He stole it from the people but He stole it from God. It is our responsibility right now to take dominion and take authority and take back what the enemy has stolen, but it within us we have to understand and realize the value that we have in God and we truly see the if we truly see ourselves the way God sees us we're going to live a whole different level and it doesn't matter what's going on around us you will walk with your with your swag you know what I mean like you're you're not going to just you're not just going to walk the feet. And I, and I have to say this, it doesn't matter what your past is. It doesn't matter what your natural is going on. I'm telling you, I'm a, I, I don't have time to go over my testimony, but I've seen him do it over and over again in my life where I went from nothing to having something to having nothing to having something, you know, and bottom line is my value has nothing to do with my natural things or the things that I have we, it has to do from within. And and I obviously you, you don't just talk about, you know, your physical part, but you talk about your soul, your spirit. And and that's what's missing. It's the wholeness aspect, right? Being whole, not just an outward appearance, but inside. Because let's face it, what happens within really it comes out, right? So you know, out of out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And you know, anyway, we'll we'll get off of that. But I mean, thank you for what you're doing. And I I commend you because it's really needed, not just in the body of Christ, but also in the world, because I think they're missing certain things, you know, uh, important key things for them to truly be successful. And that's the difference between, you know, this podcast focusing on business and like doing it his way versus doing it the world's way because he doesn't want anything missing in your life. Nothing missing, nothing broken. He truly wants you to have everything that he can offer, but we have to be, first of all, believe that we can it's attainable, and number two, be willing to submit to his ways and obey and utilize whatever resources we have, whether it's hiring Yagisa, yeah, going to her class, or going to her workshop, or hiring as a coach or any reading books, whatever. Like it's limitless, but you have to take action. So now let's get back to. Yeah, you said, tell us, you know, as an entrepreneur, what would you say your biggest challenge was and how did you overcome it?
1: Wow. So many stories that I know with time. I want to say the challenge was myself, putting myself too much in it and not enough God. And um, I had the website, the LOC, you know, you do all that. You spend all this money and then that does not make a business you know, so you want God to breathe a, breathe his life into it. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, they say prayer is a strategy mm-hmm. and things like that, but it's really true. Like you have to really say God and commit it to God. Yeah. You have to really ask God, what does he want? Because it doesn't belong to you. And if it's like motivational, God doesn't need motivation. Like that's not going to heal somebody That's or right. inspirational. That's not going to heal nobody. So it's like, oh, good. I know that I'm just a vessel. I'm a clay, I'm an earthen vessel. So it's like committing it to God and like just examining my motives because, you know, you can see other people doing something and that comparison thing sneaks in where it's like, I could do that too. And so that was for me at one point where I saw other fitness people or other brands like creating it. And you hear these words tossed around all the time and you wanna be a part of it. It's like, kind of like FOMO, you know, like I have to do something. Not, and not. then I did all that and then it had that zealous, zealousy in me to do it. And then it's like, we spend all that money you think, God, have I been a good steward? Because I'm a mom. You know, when I was married, that's when I was starting my business, but mm-hmm. gone through divorce. So that makes you kind of like, think about your finances. Like, if it's not making any money, then like, hmm, am I sowing into this good ground? You know, yeah. did I did I get a good foundation for my business? Because God has to be the foundation. So um, I, I know God, you know, everything lawful is not expedient. So I know he, I got my business and all that, but it's just, I didn't get real success and so I wasn't doing anything at all, but just serving God. And so I would get people that would inbox me through uh, Facebook and hire me to speak, you know, and ask me how much I'm charging. And I'm like, I wasn't even advertising myself. Yes. I was serving. I was just serving. That's so right. I want to say like, the hard lesson was me, you know, like thinking like, I can do it. I can do all things through Christ to Christ, priced gives me strength. But again, I kind of took my eye off of Christ. When i saw i can do it you know because it wasn't for the money it was just because it was popular you know at one point even though i know that it was something in me to do a business um, but just again uh, i guess a kind of a thing where i kind of got off track was just focusing too much on myself focusing on other people what they're doing and trying to figure it out not knowing that god i can get it from god Mm -hmm. you know through the word of god and just by being being a servant because what you've done for the least, you've done for the greatest. So that's right. Helping other people with their businesses or being a volunteer at different events. And even though as I was serving, I was also learning as well. Yeah. You know, so I was able to use all what they did and they they actually shared things with me. "Hmm, That's interesting.
0: Yeah. No, that's really huge. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I think um, (laughs) it's funny how, how God works. It's He's like, no, I want to get the glory, not you. Yeah, He said, not you, Edna. I, I don't want to share my glory with anybody else. And when he tells you to step up on, step out on faith, for example, starting a business and so forth, you know, the world's way is, okay, let me bust my butt and do everything I possibly kind of focus on my marketing, my business plan, operations, That whole everything, all kinds of stuff and brand myself and doing all this. And yeah, you know, that's fine. But that can only get you so far because what happens is you're competing with the rest of the world who's doing that. But what happens if you do it his way? So for my example was when when I I left corporate America, you know, I was, I was responsible for going business globally um, in my corporate job, and so I would be responsible for all these marketing campaigns and you know introducing new products and things like that. So I had all the professional and the mat, you know the 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 background. I got certified, did all my trainings and everything. And the moment I quit, the Lord told me, "Uh "Uh-uh, you're." And I had a business plan, a marketing plan, everything. He's like, you're not going outside. It's like, what are you talking about? I have meetings set up with all these corporations. What are you talking about? He's like, no, I want you at my feet. So for, for like five, five months, actually, so from July until December, so I don't remember six months, six months, I was in my secret place, my closet. my, my I turned my walking closet into my secret place and that's where I came to the Lord. And I spent time with him every day. And my flesh was like, what are you doing, Edna? You're a businesswoman. Why aren't you out there networking? Why aren't you doing more? And all these things, but there he gave me strategies for the entrepreneurs and, and kingdom and things like that. But during that time, when I thought I wasn't accomplishing anything that I was wasting time worshiping, praying, seeking God's word about you know b- business principle, business principles in the Bible and everything, God was honoring me in the marketplace because He would. That's when a time when I, was, my name was getting out there without me promoting myself. So I could totally relate. And the ch- the challenge is, we really have to. It's like a war between your flesh and your spirit a lot. And sometimes God will tell us to do the most ridiculous things. Come on, and let, I mean, if if you've been there, you get it. To do the most ridiculous things, like it's counterintuitive of what your human brain is saying you're supposed to be doing and he's like and he's testing us to see are we going to obey him and trust him for the outcome or are we going to try to figure it out and there were times when I did not obey him let's face it and I went like I did like you did and you said where I was like no, let me figure this out on my own and the journey was a lot harder than if I just obeyed and submit and you know I think Working yourself, <laughs> I think, is our biggest tr- challenge. Like for a lot of people, especially if you're trying to, you know, um, establish a business his way, is you have to crucify that flesh daily, because it's it's not an easy task, and you have to make a daily decision to be like, yes, Lord, whatever you say, you're. And I always tell people, I'm just the face of the company, but my CEO is God. Holy spirit and Jesus. There are my, I'm just the faith. I'm just the, the brand, you know, the person going out there, but everything, everything that's related to my business, I go to them, you know, and ask them for wisdom. And so, you know, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I think that's, ha, that's a challenge for a lot of us, especially if you've had successes in your past and you've seen the kind of things that you've done and then being able to kind of tone it down be like no this is not about me this is about you God so I'm going to go ahead and do it but then people start calling you crazy and that's a whole nother story be like what is that what you're doing you know kind of thing and then you start comparing and all that good stuff everything you just said you know and I know a lot of you guys who are listening can totally relate so here's another question I have for you so Can you give us an example of how you incorporate biblical principles in your business?
1: Wow. Well, I tithe. I don't know if that's a Uh principle, but I know that's a principle. So I know I sow, and I've been bad about it before, why I didn't. So I'm just saying like, I'm not going to just fluff and, you know, whatever, but I sow, you know, whatever I get, because um, I want to be obedient to the word. And um, I also am able to just be obedient on site, you know, with teaching a fitness class, I am able to use gospel music, so I can share the good news, oh, I can pray, you know, and it's not like it's religious, I, I grew up Church of God in Christ, and so you can just dress and have form and fashion, but it's just like you said, being the feet or being the hands, it's like sometimes a person doesn't expect it is the best time, yeah. They'll receive it, because they weren't expecting it, so they might not have came if they thought it was going to be, like this, you know, so um, being able to be sensitive to Holy Spirit um and just being obedient because it says obedience is better than sacrifice. So you yeah. think about I think it's Samuel who didn't obey what was it Saul who didn't uh obey God when he was to kill and take you know to kill everything and he didn't it was so
0: yeah no actually I think it was it was either Saul or David because I remember David's it was David's men that didn't obey or something. Like that, but it I mean, was Saul. Yeah, yeah so it it's just Saul like now. Yeah,
1: so it's like the little things, it's not the big things when we think like, I'm supposed to have this big amphitheater and I want all these seats full, it's being obedient. And so I'm learning that, I would say that's a principle. And it's like you said, it may not seem right. You know, like where you're like, uh, like I've had where I'm in a gym class and and somebody's highlighted and I see them and they look like they don't want to be bothered. And Holy Spirit is like, you know, just gently touch it, go talk to them. And just, and they say, you know, I was sitting there and, um, and I just want to say, do you need prayer for anything? And uh, okay, you know, and then it just, a whole conversation opens up and a whole relationship opens up. So I would just say being obedient, that's been something that I know a principle that I've been following. I can't say forever because some things are like, like you said, does it make sense? You're like, how does that make sense? But it don't have to make sense because the kingdom of heaven is opposite of the world. It's like, it's like you give and you receive. So it's not going to be the same as what you would think it would be and it didn't have to make sense because god's ways are higher than our ways
0: that's right so he knows the bigger
1: picture and i would just leave it with that
0: no that's right and you've said multiple things you know and i think that's one thing that I, the bible says if you meditate on his word day and night you know that you will be successful and you talked about tithing we talked about obedience you talk about humility you talk about all kinds of stuff and and not being ashamed of the gospel of being the shame of you know of worship songs and things like that and i know people are like oh what, what does music have to do with anything well yeah you're creating a different environment you know playing god's uh spiritual when i say spiritual like music that's anointed that really can penetrate hearts because even remember when saul was being afflicted what did he do he got david to go over there and play you know the music and it helps mm-hmm. so there's some t- things that all you need is the right type of music and it will get rid of that demonic spirit that's a, that's you. tormenting your mind. So, you know, you're, you know, it sounds like you're utilizing whatever resources of Holy Spirit leads you to and I think that's key, you know, it's not a one size fits all and one thing, you know, it's multiple things and. And I love that you're, 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 you're hearing from the Lord and you're obeying and you might not always get it right, but I think the Lord knows where our heart is. And I think that's, you know, that's really important. Now let's just end with this. Um, What would you say the one thing that you did that you felt changed the growth trajectory of your life, like just changed your life for the better, if you could look back. What would you say that thing was?
1: Wow, um, going through the process. Like I, I've been I'm going through the process. Like I, I say, going through the PhD program was like my Egypt. Yeah. So when I lost everything, it was like my wilderness experience, and um, and not going back to Egypt. Yeah. And I mean by that is because I didn't. I was two weeks shy of getting my doctorate degree, and so yeah. now I'm teaching now. It's even prophetic, or it's even a God thing that I'm here yeah. I'm on a college on a college campus now because I haven't been in a college classroom since 2014. But when I heard I was not able to defend my dissertation, that was like the hardest thing. But do you know that night, the day I heard I wasn't getting my PhD, that night I still had Zumba class. I still wow. went to Zumba class. I didn't tell anyone; only my mom knew. That night, the ladies of Zumba like they put they had a sign for me that says. Thank you for being our Zuba instructor. And they didn't wow. know I was crying because of my PhD. They thought I was crying because of their sentiment. It is as if, you know, like, that day was the hardest day. Yeah, And it was hard because my identity was so focused on, I'm a PhD student. I'm a professor. I was already, the, I already had the professor job. I had a TA. I had the income. Yeah. I had everything. So I, I lost the PhD. I went through a divorce right after that. You know, I, I lost my house. I lost everything. Mm-hmm. But the best thing was, not going back to Egypt. Yeah. Because I tried so hard to go back to get in a PhD program. And I wouldn't say that. Even I fought to stay in my marriage. It said it takes um, two. It takes two. Not just, it takes two to forgive, but it also takes two to reconcile to. You. I mean right. it takes, you know, so it's not just one. But I, I know not going back to Egypt, it may not have been a physical place of going back to a college, because I'm here at a college now, but it meant like I let the process, do what it had to do, like God sustaining me, and that would would be something that, like, I will never forget, I know exactly where I was at during that process from 2014 to now, and now I'm knowing, I'm in, I can't say I'm in my promised land, but I'm in my Goshen, you know, where, like, I made it to that wilderness part where I've seen giants, and, and like, the children of Israel, if they would have went through the way to Palestine, they would have not been able to defeat those giants. They were not ready to defeat those giants. They had to take the long way, 40 years versus two and a half weeks. That's right. And now I'm
0: like, God, I understand. And yeah. So I, I would just say that. That's beautiful. And I and that it's such a it's not just a it's a very deep answer. I mean, if you really hear hear what she's saying, you know, it's 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 it's, it's not an easy thing to do because it's easy for us to go back to old ways and to go back you know, because it's it like Egyptian, the Egyptians, the Israelites, it's easy for them to want to go back to Egypt, because that's mm-hmm. normal, it's comfortable, you know, even though it's a bad situation. Mm-hmm. But when, when you obey God, and you allow yourself to go through the process, he will give you the grace that you need to endure and persevere so that you could get to that promised land. Now, like she said, it's not an easy thing. But if you're willing to do it, he will help you. Well, our time went by quick, Ahisa. You know, it's been an honor to have you here today. Will you do us a favor and pray for those who may be in that transition? They just left Egypt. They want to turn back. Can you just pray for them and and, and whatever the Holy Spirit puts in your heart?
1: Thank you. Thank you, Father, for this day that you have made that we shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you for the Esther We Thank you for Edna, the vessel, God, that is available to you to even share her voice to be a, a mouthpiece for you father god and we thank you for all those under the sound of her voice and my voice right now father god that you have uh, been in a hard place and uh, in captivity and god it is, it's is now is your deliverance time god that you're yeah. being delivered god and in deliverance god children is the ju- uh, deliverance is the children's bread God. And so, God, that is yours. You don't have to go back to that that relationship that broke you. Uh, you don't have to go back to that job that um, takes all your time away. And then you've made that decision. Let your decision be made. Set your face like a flint, God. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to go back to whatever broke you, whatever that may be. And God, that as uh, you plant your feet those that are listening God as you plant your feet to know that as God did it for the children of Israel he's doing it for you right now he's Mm -hmm. carrying you he's sustaining you Uh, there's a pillar of of cloud by day a pillar of of fire by night God Mm -hmm. to keep you uh, warm to keep you cool he's providing manna for you in different ways it's not just food he's providing manna on what you need even your clothing um, they're not wearing out and God even the shame that you have that you can exchange your shame his glory, Father God. So yeah. as you're going through this process, let this process perfect everything in you that God has intended for you, for your restoration, mm-hmm. for your not restoration to just be a new person. because uh, we know that we're new creation, new creatures in Christ, creations in Christ, but to be who God intended you to be, yeah. to be in the relationship that God has ordained that are healthy relationships for you, and even a business that those that have a desire to the entrepreneurs, God, that you know, that they know that it's not that hard. It's not too hard for you, God, to do, but that they just surrender and they trust the process. And we thank you for this platform here, God. that you bless everyone that's uh, connected to Edna, that you bless her family, God, that you bless God, uh, even her, um, as she's even a mother to be again, God, you bless her as she's so beautiful and so gracious, God. She's doing this as a servant, as unto you, God. And she's, uh, God, doing this, God, freely, God, so that you would bless all that she touches, that it would prosper, God, that there would be nothing missing in her family, nothing missing, God, that she have a need of, and God, that she's able to bless even more people,
0: and in Jesus' name
1: we pray, amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Well, Isa, it was such an honor to have you here today. I know you guys who are listening and are watching have been truly blessed by her testimony and her journey. And you know what she's doing. I'm going to put her contact information in the description below. So please reach out to her um, and find out a little bit more about her connect with her, see how you can support her and her vision and the mission that God has given her. Um, and for you all just continue to remember to be the light out there. Because guess what, guys? Darkness exists. It's there, but it takes us to be courageous and be bold and be the light and hands and feet of Jesus. So, you know, don't be shy about that. So tune in again for another episode of the Estrepreneur podcast, where I highlight men and women of God doing business and life God's way. Until then, you keep shining. Thanks for joining us this week on Estapreneur. Make sure to visit our website, favorandwealth.com, for more information on our services. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help me out too. Also check out my book, The Ugly Side of Sales, available on Amazon, where I share seven of my secrets on how to win and grow business the right way. Until next time, keep shining.